boiling on the stove, latkes sizzling in the pan. With the memory, Jacob felt an ache deep inside, an indescribable longing and emptiness. Oh, Uncle Avi, Jacob wanted to say, there's no such thing as a home without a mother. All right, I guess, Jacob mumbled, avoiding his uncle's eyes. He knew that if he tried to describe his feelings, his uncle would stare at him with eyes full of pity. Then Jacob's voice would crack, and he was afraid he'd start crying like a baby. He would not let himself cry, not in front of his uncle, and certainly not in front of strangers on a public street. On Jacob's last birthday, he had celebrated his bar mitzvah, so in the eyes of his Jewish forefathers, wasn't he already a man? Avi shifted his weight from one foot to the other. I see you've made friends with this little dog, he said. He's a foolish animal, don't you think? A dog that comes begging on the street of the fruit and vegetable peddlers? Wouldn't you think his nose would lead him to the street of the butchers, or to the wharves, where fishermen bring in their catch? Maybe he belongs to one of the peddlers? Uncle Avi shook his head. He belongs to nobody, Jacob. And how do I know this? Because for three days and three nights, this foolish animal follows me around like he's my shadow. I ignore him, but he follows me anyway. So last night I take pity on him and bring out a little bowl of scraps for him to eat. And what do you think he does? He gobbles them up so fast that I'm afraid he's going to choke, like he hasn't eaten in a month. Jacob smiled and leaned over to stroke the dog's velvety ears. So this dog does belong to somebody, Uncle Avi. He belongs to you. Nah, Avi exclaimed, waving his hand through the air. What am I going to do with the dog? What am I going to feed him? Apple peels? And your Aunt Rose, don't even ask. She let me have it. When I came back in the house, Rose grabbed the empty bowl and started hollering, What do you think you're doing, Avram Kaufman? We have three babies to feed, and all of a sudden you decide to bring home stray dogs? No! Is this what I need? She yelled so loud I thought my ears would burst. Jacob grinned. Most of the Jews who had moved from Poland to San Francisco, like his father and uncle, knew one another. Among them, Rose Kaufman had a reputation. Everybody said her tongue was sharper than a butcher's knife. Over the years, Jacob had often heard his parents discussing Aunt Rose. Mama used to defend her sister-in-law by saying that Rose means well, but Papa always replied, Rose has a mouth as big as a whale, and who worries about what a whale means as it swallows you? Rose says she has enough to do with an infant to nurse and twins still in diapers, Avi continued. She told me if I wanted to share my home with a stray dog, I could take my blanket out to the street and use my cot for my bed and a bunch of bananas as my pillow. So what will you do with the dog? Jacob asked. Avi rubbed his chin. I don't know, he said. I thought maybe I would ask your father if he wants a dog for his children to play with. Maybe a dog would take their minds off their sorrow. Jacob's dark eyebrows shot up. Really? Avi nodded. Jacob knelt and scratched the white fur on the dog's chin and chest. The dog made that odd little grinning face and wiggled its whole body. Then it licked Jacob's eyelids. Jacob rolled the dog onto its back and scratched its dirty belly until the animal wriggled with pleasure. As he played with the dog, Jacob glanced at his uncle. A smile lit up Avi's face, and Jacob guessed what his uncle was thinking. You look just like I remember your father looked when he was a boy, Avi always said. The same black curly hair, 
the same skinny arms and long fingers, even the same laugh? Whenever they sat around the table at family gatherings, Avi told stories about the Kaufman brothers' childhood, about all the times they got into mischief playing on the muddy paths of their village in Poland. Avi put his hand on his nephew's head. Now remember, I haven't spoken to your father yet, he said, so don't get attached to this dog. Itzak may not like the idea. He may think a dog would only be more trouble. After all, your sister Sophie is too little to take care of a pet, and you're busy delivering meat as soon as you come home from school. But the dog could stay in the house with Sophie. Then she wouldn't be so frightened of staying by herself. Avi winced and chewed his lip. A five-year-old is too young to stay home by herself, even with a dog. I told your father that my Rose will watch over Sophie. As soon as the baby starts sleeping a little better, Rose promised me that she'll watch over your sister.